0: This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online podcast.
1: Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay and had a good weekend. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. It's Monday, March the 15th. And first, we've got an update on what's happening as part of the Sarah Everard investigation. 33-year-old Sarah went missing while walking home in Clapham in London on March the 3rd. Her body was found in Woodland near Ashford a week later. Now, late on Friday, 48-year-old Met Police Officer Wayne Cousins from Freeman's Way in Deal was charged with kidnap and murder. He appeared in court on Saturday and is due at the Old Bailey tomorrow. Several sites in the county are still very much at the centre of police activity today, including where Sarah's body was found at Great Chart. Our reporter, Dan Wright, was there earlier.
2: There's still a big police presence in Bears Lane and in Frid Lane at the rear of the Great Chart Gulf and Leisure Complex, which has become one of the key search sites in the investigation. And they're searching woodland at the rear of the complex still, as they were doing last week. About eight police vans are in Frid Lane. They're also clearing the site of Flytipin, which is a well-known flytipin hotspot where uh, remains were found, and there's vans going in and out, clearing the site of, of rubbish alongside the police vans, which have been going in and out of the site as well. With eight police vans in Frid Lane, it certainly looks like they're going to be there for at least this week, I would say. It's a big, big operation. Last Wednesday, there was a huge response. There's still a diving team, lorry in Bears Lane. It doesn't look like the police are going to be leaving the site anytime soon. On the car park of the leisure complex itself, there's a white tent set up which has been put up over the weekend. looks like it will be a welfare unit for officers. There's also a porter cabin that's been put on there. And, yeah, it looks like they're in there for the long haul, that's for sure. Members of the public have been laying more tributes to Sarah. And over the weekend, there's teddy bears that have appeared. There's a very long A4 sheet of paper with a whole tribute to Sarah at the very entrance. Two officers are still guarding The entrance to the leisure complex, and next to them sits this colourful display of tribute.
1: Over the weekend, another area was cordoned off by officers, this time in Sandwich. A waterside path and recycling bin near the rope walk has been examined as part of the investigation. Let's hear now from Beth Robson, who's been at the site today.
0: So in Sandwich, we're seeing that the rope walk is still closed off. Um, we understand it's been closed off since some point yesterday afternoon. Um, the rope walk is a um, it's a pathed area that lines the Delft Stream, which runs through the town. Um, it's um, it's an area that's popular with dog walkers, um, and and it's often an overgrown area. Um, so police are guarding all entrances in the town to that area um they've um, they've also cordoned off the co-op car park and part of the guildhall car park um in the guildhall car park they've got a um We've got various vehicles there and they've got a tent there too, which is possibly for um, for officer welfare or it might be for forensics. Um, in the co-op car park, although the car park is closed, the, the store itself is
1: still open. As you may have seen over the weekend, hundreds of people turned up for a vigil on Saturday near to where Sarah disappeared in Clapham, despite it being cancelled because of COVID restrictions. Well, Police have been criticised for how they handled the situation With reports of some women who were there being grabbed and pinned down. Met Commissioner Dame Cressida-Dick has faced calls to resign but says she's now more determined to lead the force. Boris Johnson has been meeting with senior police officers. We'll hear from him shortly. But first, this is how Kent's MPs reacted. Craig McKinley put on Twitter, This is not right. Is this really what Covid rules and restrictions have brought us to with heavy police response? We're a free country. People came together to remember a life senselessly and cruelly taken. Hashtag Sarah Everard. Damien Collins also took to social media. He said appalling scenes in Clapham last night of aggressive police action at the vigil for Sarah Everard. They need to be held to account for this. Well, our political editor, Paul Francis, has also been speaking to Thanet's Sir Roger Gale.
3: I've said that I'm not going to rush to judgment and it would be absurd of me, therefore, to then accept an invitation to do exactly that Um, what we do know is that under the covid 19 regulations that gathering however well intentioned and uh, however strong the feelings behind it and i understand all of that of course was unlawful the constabulary are faced with a very difficult situation their job is to enforce the law as it is not as you or i or anybody else might like it to be Now, having said that, um, and having also said, I want to wait for the results of the inquiry, some of the pictures that appeared on television were disturbing, but we only know part of the background to that, and I think it's probably a very good idea if the media and members of parliament, and indeed the public, wait for the outcome of the inquiry that the Home Secretary has called for. Uh, the Met Police have previously managed uh, demonstrations, uh, albeit with disruption, like the um, the, the environmental shutdown of uh, bridges and so forth in London. Do you think they just got it wrong this time? Well, with great respect, you're not going to lead me down a road that, I, road that I've just said I'm not going to go down. Um, I think we need to wait, await the outcome of the inquiry. We need to know the background of the circumstances. We need to know who was involved, how it was managed. Um, And then perhaps we can exercise a judgment on the basis of proper information, not partial reporting.
1: As Sir Roger Gale said, an independent review is taking place. Let's hear now what Prime Minister Boris Johnson's had to say.
2: People must feel, but women in particular, must feel that when they make serious complaints about violence, about assault, uh, that they are properly heard and properly addressed. And we're going to make sure that that happens.
1: We've also been hearing on the Kent Online podcast from a self defense coach from Kent who says she's been inundated with calls and messages from women wanting lessons following the disappearance of Sarah Everard. Heather Jordan runs classes in Maidstone.
4: There's definitely been an increase in messaging and wanting to book onto courses, definitely. But there has also been a lot of confusion and I think, rightly so, anger about why women should be the ones to take responsibility and that they shouldn't need to do these things in order to be out at night safely on their own or walk home from a shop on their own. Um, and so there are some women who are wanting to sign up, but at the same time they are saying I shouldn't have to and I think, you know, it's, it's so devastating, what has happened, so devastating. Um, but I think the overall response is one of, it's absolutely devastating what has happened and it has brought the conversation to light. But women have lived with it forever. And so whilst I have deliberately not advertised Surge self-defence courses during this time. And I made a conscious decision not to because I didn't want to ride off the back of something that is actually devastating and the family are going through. I can't imagine what the family are going through. Um, But that hasn't... I've had women, I've had mothers who want their children... I've had dog walkers like and dog walker uh, groups. I've had running groups. I've had so many groups. And I spent a long time yesterday thinking about what it was I was doing research. And I think for me, I've got to the point where, yes, we absolutely need to change the culture. We need to change attitudes. Men need to be more aware of their presence around a woman whether they know her or not but to do that we're talking generations time it's not going to change overnight and so actually what I'm doing research I don't think I am colluding I think I am giving people access to knowledge if they want it to protect themselves in the meantime is it right that that falls on a woman absolutely not but it, for me, I feel like I would rather have
1: something
4: than nothing.
1: Well, you can keep up to date with this story at kentonline.co.uk and by following us on social. The Kent Online Podcast with Serenity Parks. A Kent man who assaulted a woman and told her he'd set her on fire has been jailed for more than two years. Jesse Willink repeatedly punched and stabbed on the victim before she managed to run away in April last year but she continued to receive threatening phone calls. Officers seized petrol, cable ties and ropes from the 26-year-old's home in Water Lane in Harrietsham. A police officer is going to be investigated following a clash with a teenage skateboarder at a Canterbury car park. Footage shows the officer, who'd been responding to reports of antisocial behaviour in Station Road West... Physically detaining him after he refused to give his details.
0: <laughs> me, I was yourself. trying to speak to you, man. I want to you, I'm trying to speak to you, calmly. <laughs> Yo, get off me. I will speak to you. Do not. Look, I'm not, not going right. right, to. I'm trying to let go. Not what are you doing? I don't get this. Just let go of me. No. No, stop you're stop banging you. my head. Stop struggling, your man. Oh Can you get off me? Stop struggling, young man. Why are you trying to arrest me? What have I done wrong? I'm, I'm trying to reason with, with you, with you. Yeah. I'll give you my details
1: then. Well, Kent Police has confirmed to the podcast that a complaint was made and the officers' actions will be reviewed. You can also see the video footage of the confrontation at Kentonline.co.uk. Concerns are growing among parents following the departure of more than a dozen staff at a Medway primary school. They're calling for more answers as fifteen staff members, including teachers, have left Hauling Primary since January last year. The school's board of trustees say the pandemic has played a part as people re-evaluate their lives and all but one position has now been filled. A man's been treated in hospital after being attacked in Broadstairs. The victim, who's in his 20s, suffered an arm injury when it happened on Saturday in Pimont Park. A 21-year-old man has been arrested on suspicion of assault and remains in custody. Kent Online News. A um, Margate roofer says he's disgusted after being hit with £300 of parking fines for stopping for just minutes to pick up a colleague. Carl Scriven claims he didn't even get out of his van when he pulled up in the Lido car park in Cliftonville to collect his workmate each morning over several days. He's refusing to pay up and says he'll appeal. Parking Eye spokesman has said he's yet to do so. A chunk of polystyrene the size of a person has washed up on a thanet beach. The material was found alongside scattered plastic on the sand at Western Undercliff Beach in Ramsgate at the weekend volunteers and a crew from the council helped with the clear-up of the waste, following concerns it could harm wildlife. And Oli Mers has rescheduled his performance in Kent. The date, which was due to be at the hot farm in Paddock Wood in July, has now been moved to September at the same venue. Tickets already purchased will remain valid. Kent Online Sports. Well, plenty of sport to update you on. Football first and Gillingham are back up to 11th in League One, following a 3-1 win over Swindon Town at the weekend. Verdane Oliver got two of the goals and spoke to us. After the match,
2: thankfully things are just dropping for me. Um, took a bit of a whack in the nose today for the first one, um, a boot to the face, but that's what you do. You, when, it, when it's dropping and you get the chances, you kind of put your body in where it hurts and thankfully I uh, get the rewards for it. I think their goal comes against the runner player to be honest, but like I said, there wasn't a massive um, abundance of quality just purely simply because one, the pitch wasn't great um, and the, the conditions were really hard to play in. I think second half, um, change of formation, um, a few personnel coming on, um, and I think we just managed the game better in terms yeah, of yeah. the conditions. Uh, and I think it it, it was uh, just a better performance all round. Second half, we were we resolute back. I think Robert well, we could be had a great game. Um, it was unbelievable, real rock for us there. Um, and, yeah, and we had chances. Um, when, we, when we are on the front foot, I've said it before, when we're on the front foot, we can beat anyone at this level. But
1: there's not much time for the Jills to celebrate. They travel to Lincoln City tomorrow night. More football news and Lee Boyer has resigned as Charlton boss. He's been heavily linked with the manager role at his former side, Birmingham. He's been at the Valley for three years now and led Charlton to the League One playoffs twice. They're currently eighth in the table. On to cricket and Kent have named Daniel Bell Drummond as vice-captain. The 27-year-old has been at the club since he was just seven and made his first team debut in 2011. He says it's a fantastic honour and something he's really looking forward to. Staying with Kent and their county championship campaign gets underway in less than a month, so we've been hearing from another of their players. batsman Heino-Kuhn has spent the winter in South Africa.
5: To be honest I haven't really had a winter. Um, I've had a very very hot and humid summer back in South Africa. Um, yeah I've, I've, I can't complain really. Like I said it, it's been a lot of sunshine. I was very fortunate to have um, a lot of sunshine with a family um, some time off in um, a place called Mossel Bay. So yeah I've been I've been very fortunate and i um, I'm very happy at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Luckily I've, I've been um, fortunate enough to have had a lot of uh, fitness trainers over my career so far. So they've all taught me um, how to keep myself fit. You know, even when they, when they're not there. So yeah, I think I've I've taken a lot from, from each and every one that I've had so far and just kept myself strong. Um, A lot of body weight stuff that I could just do at home with a with band and a lot of running on the beach. Um, so, yeah, I've just been, been doing that, keeping myself fit and strong um, for the season to come.
1: And can't get underway with a trip to Northamptonshire on April the 8th. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the IM News app. That will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. To do it, just head to subsaver.co.uk news you can trust this is the kent online podcast this podcast is sponsored by
0: kingsdown meadow located in beautiful kent countryside new homes available search serenity parks